This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the human centipede 2, parenthesis, full sequence, 100% medically inaccurate. That's like, by the power of Grayskull. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, I'm Chris. And I'm Brett! And this time... We watched The Human Centipede 2! Yeah, that's the thing we did. Woo! Right, Chris, was it good? Yep. No, you save it for the end. I'm... Don't jet. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Nah. Yep. We'll tell the story. <clears throat> so we start off with uh, the end of the last movie. Yep. On DVD. Because some fat fuck is watching it <laughs> on DVD in his, uh, like, I don't know, little booth in a parking garage. He run. You don't know uh, a booth? What's the other word for that little room he's in? I don't know. A fuck closet? <laughs> I don't think so. Probably a booth. All right. We'll go with booth. So there's a fat fuck in this booth. And he's watching The Human Centipede, the first one. <laughs> and Okay. In this movie... The first Human Centipede is a movie. Right. In the sequel to The Human Centipede, it's a, it's a movie. Well, I'm sure they gathered that when they s- saw the man watch it. Mm-hmm. If they have seen it. And uh, our protagonist? The creepy little weird dude with the sausage fingers. I'm going to call him Fat Fuck because I don't like this movie. <laughs> Fat Fuck. Clearly <laughs> is super into The Human Centipede. He's uh. Oh, he likes it. He's super, he's super into it. He likes it. And he's uh he's working down there and he's uh he sees these people on the security cameras, they're hoot hollering. Some guy is arguing, uh, I think. Something about keys and his dad and we'll come back tomorrow. So like a good security man in a parking garage, he goes up with a crowbar and a handgun. <laughs> And shoots him in the legs uh, and hits him with crowbars. You know, to help him get back in their car. Because they seem distressed. <laughs> and he throws him in his... He's uh, trying to help him relax. Throws him in his van? Yep. The old panel van. He goes to meet a guy at Abandoned Warehouse Plaza. Two. Two. Three. The guy's like, hey, check out this sweet abandoned warehouse. Got a lot of people <laughs> trying to buy it. <laughs> Does this meet your abandoned warehouse needs? I only am looking for serious cash offers because a lot of people want this abandoned warehouse. <laughs> and the lights don't work all the time when it's real wet inside. And Fat Fuck does something off screen that results in him bleeding out of his abdomen. Yep. I imagine he wounded his abdomen. Right in. Stupid ass. His fucking guts. Gutty works. Gutty works. And, uh, so now I guess. We've drank a lot. He, uh,. Fat fuck now has uh, this abandoned warehouse, which he starts filling up with the uh, people he's abducted through this surefire method of blood force trauma to the head. In this movie, you can survive at least one or seven shots to the head with a crowbar, and it's fine. Nobody dies in this movie. You live forever. No, people die in the movie, stupid. Don't lie to him just because you're mad. No, nobody dies in this movie. No, one guy... Yeah, he does. One guy does eventually anyway oh all well shut up any old who give it away dick so now 
fat fuck has got a warehouse. <laughs> He's got a, I don't know, five-ish or so people who are all duct taped up and they're all like in the warehouse. And screaming. Oh no. We meet a fat fuck's mom. I like the mom character. She's she's all like, she's you're good. a big fat fuck and I hate you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hey, this lady gets it. I can get behind her opinion on this. I hope she's the main character. And um the and protagonist. When when fat fuck is sleeping, something plays over and over about how the more he whines, the more his daddy's willy gets hard. Which is a very subtle way to bring up that his dad probably diddled him. I don't remember that part. Man, it happened like five times. I don't see how you didn't remember it. Oh. You must have suppressed the memory. I'm trying. But I have to wait till this is done. And we uh we learned some things. We learned that Fat Buck is seeing some doctor guy with a giant beard. <laughs> Dr. Beardinson? Dr. Beardy Fuck. <laughs> um, Fat Fuck also has a pet millipede. Yep. The guy's upstairs from Fat Fuck and his mom. Uh, the loud man with the tattoos. Yeah. They listen to their music too loud. And mom bangs on the ceiling with the broom. And they come down and go directly in their house and <laughs> yell at them for some reason. <laughs> just like in real life. I don't know. Fucking England. I don't get it. I'm just letting Chris go because he's all hateful. And Fat Fuck in the meantime between these uh, jumping around and meet all these lovely important characters to this narrative... You mean all those people that are beaten and tied up in that abandoned warehouse? Not yet. I don't. Rented with a crowbar? Probably. He's back at the parking garage. Garage? Garage. It's a car hold. A car hold. And he's, uh, he's abducting some more people. He's abducted uh, some guy and some other guy and the pregnant girl and those other people. <laughs> all with his very subtle, almost ninja-like stealthy... Handgun and crowbar technique. He runs up and shoots him in the leg and clubs him in the face. Oh, I like it. He's got a good style about him. And so he's starting to... Because <clears throat> he was to... trying to be stealthy so I can see Chris's dilemma. Yeah, he's about as stealthy as a fucking house fire. Maybe he didn't want to be stealthy, Chris. Yeah. Maybe I didn't want to watch this movie. <laughs> we all got problems. The important thing to take away... You're a problem. ...is that he's collecting these people from the parking garage... Whilst intermittently masturbating with sandpaper while watching the first human centipede. <laughs> he sure does masturbate with sandpaper. And, uh... That's hot on the streets, right? It's hot anywhere you do it. Call it a rough divorce. <laughs> rough divorce. <laughs> the rough divorce. Fellas, am I right? You get that right? Ladies, la la ladies da don't. La unless they do. Oh, hell, I don't know. And as he's, uh, whacking it with sandpaper and abducting people, his mom... Does like your mom does and tries to stab him to death in the sleep one night. But he was off in places doing things <laughs> instead of being there. Crowbar abductions. Stupid. Mom finds his uh, human centipede scrapbook because fuck this movie. He said that a whole lot during the movie. It was fun. His mom tears up the scrapbook and he gets Man. really mad. Beats her... Uh, Peter in the head parts with his uh, medical crowbar. The old medical crowbar. And, Anesthetic. Uh, beats a hole all the way through her head. Yep. Big old critter. Sits her up. Has a nice dinner. Like you do. Upstairs, uh, jerk face tattoo guy is all uh, rocking out to his... Whatever the fuck that garbage music was. Techno disco music? Yeah. That sounds accurate, sadly. 
And um, that was the worst part of the movie. Was that guy's music? Yeah, wasn't it, that, Chris? That was wasn't really the worst part? what tipped me over the edge <laughs> in this movie. Was that fucking garbage uh, music that guy listened to? You a hater. So, what was your favorite part of the movie, Chris? Credits at the end, which signified <laughs> that it was over. What was your least favorite part? I know these are for the like the end, but I still I just want to ask. The credits at the beginning, which signified it started. <laughs> Those are uh, my favorite and least favorite parts. Because, <laughs> um, I don't. How do how do I put this? Fuck this movie. Fuck it. Any. I'm sorry. I've I've gotten, I've gotten sidetracked by my drunken anger. So, mom's dead with yeah. a whole beat clean through her head. Fat fuck sits down to have dinner with Your her. Poot didn't even know it. Mom's dead. Whole beat clean mm-hmm. through her head. Yep. Rhymes right. Yes. No. You a hoe. So jerk face is now listening to music. Fat fuck tricks him into coming downstairs to yell at him. And then uh, he's all like, "What the fucking shit? Oi, blimey, crikey! Oi, blimey, crikey!" So he uh, shoots him, crowbars him, like you do. Right, the old handgun crowbar technique. And now he's feeling a little distraught because things have started to kind of get away from him a little bit. A little squirrely on him. So he grabs his medical suitcase to get all of his necessary medical... Yeah, like beer bongs and needle nose pliers and a cleaver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a meat cleaver, some pliers, a staple beer bong, gun. staple gun. That he uses it properly. Yep. Oh, please. That was the biggest problem with this movie. <laughs> I would be ever so grateful. Uh, There's a bunch of kitchen knives, duct tape. Right, right. All things you could use for makeshift surgery. I mean, am I right, late ladies? Oh, yeah, you know what's up. So now... Keep going there, pissy pants. He's got his medical kit, and this whole time he's been trying to commit fraud by pretending he represents Quentin Tarantino. I'd believe him. Be like, ooh, a Tarantino picture... And what he's been trying to do is get the people who were in the original Human Centipede, specifically the people who were in the Centipede proper, to show up for this Quentin Tarantino audition of a lifetime. At the warehouse! And he's not been having luck, because the guy never says a single word. How he even did this is beyond me. But but he finally gets a call back from uh, uh, one of them. You know, the one. She was in the Human Centipede one? Yep. The only one dumb enough to agree to come back for the sequel? You know, that one. And she's like, man, I'm so excited to meet Quentin Tarantino. Blah, blah, blah. And the whole time, fat fuck's just wheezing and being creepy. (coughs) And she's like, hey, yeah, let's go. Let's go do this audition. And I'm totally going to nail it. It's raining. Do you have an umbrella? Because I don't want to mess my hair up before I go. he's all like... Which means, no, unfortunately, I'm not in possession of an umbrella at the moment. That's what he meant to say. His heart's in the right place, you know, throughout the film. And they go into the clearly not murder warehouse, which, as we all know, as a professional actor, I know that every audition I've ever had takes place in a murder warehouse. <laughs> well, how do, you, how, how, does it, how do you know there's murder before you go inside? It's pretty clear that murder is what goes on in this place. You're tripping. I wish. <laughs> that would make this movie way more entertaining. Uh, so, um, yep. Now we got uh, the one girl from the first Human Centipede in there with Batbuck. Needless to say, she's not super pleased at the way this interview is shaping up. Nobody is, bunch of ungrateful assholes. And he uh, hits her with the old They're medical... Like, uh, I don't like this. 
Yeah, I wonder why. They probably realized that they'll never get another job acting, so they're all upset. Ooh, no, he didn't. So fat fuck medical crowbars her, and when she comes to, he's super excited because now he's got the crown jewel of his human centipede. Da, 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 da. The head of the human centipede. That one broad. That was in the movie. I think we referred to her as Dingbat. I'm sure I was much less pleasant about whatever I said about her. Filth whore. Probably closer. And now, now we really get into the... Jizzrag. Now keep in mind, I have managed to surmise the first hour or so of this movie in like seven and a half minutes. Because that's the kind of sweet, sweet movie we got going right now. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Shut your mouth, hole. It is not time for that. You're not time for that. So now, we got a fat fuck, and he's got uh, all his medical equipment, his knives and staple guns and duct tape, and his crudely photo- photocopied a... Uh, beer bong! Beer bong. No, he did not photocopy a beer bong. That'd be stupid. Stupid. You're stupid, stupid. And he's got some pictures of teeth and stuff, and he's all diagrammed out. You don't have no pictures, no teeth? That's not relevant. You've never even lived. So now, we're going to make our human centipede to full sequence. Human twelvepede. And he starts by, you know, knocking out teeth. Well, first, he gets his medical crowbar. He gives him a little zinger just to make sure it's okay. And administers some crowbar love to everybody in the head. Goes down the line, just whack, 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 whack. It's fine. You can take, like, so many crowbar shots to the head. <laughs> it's totally cool. I have. Grabs his, uh, trusty, rusty hammer. Starts bashing out teeth. It's more of a pinking out of teeth. He, he doesn't bash. He's just not just swinging all willy-nilly and bashing them. Well, okay, yeah. He is very gingerly knocking their teeth <laughs> down their throat holes. And, uh, and, uh, I fucking, I need a goddamn second. Hold on. Hold on. All right, all right, all right. So now he's knocking teeth out. He's uh cutting open kneecaps. Yep. Slicing tendons. Cutting them butt cheeks. And cutting them butt cheeks. And the very first person in this movie to die from blood loss dies. Nobody dies from blunt force trauma though. Nope. They found a cure for it. And so Fat Fuck's like, uh oh, I guess I can't just cut giant holes in these people without them dying. <laughs> So he decides just to staple gun and uh, duct tape everybody's ass to their mouth. Hooray. And this is the point where I said that is not how a goddamn staple gun works. Because I'm not a fucking idiot and I know how a staple gun works. I'm Chris, not like the way nail guns and staple guns work on the movies. I don't. It bothers me, alright? Yeah, I know. I know Good lord. It bothers you. <laughs> I was gonna just like kind of. words panties and moist. That also bothers me a, a lot more than it should, understandably. So now... Panties. We've we've done it. We've made our human 12-apede. <laughs> and all of its toothless, duct-tape, <laughs> tendon-cut glory. Uh, Old, uh... Even one, all that hate in your heart, you still make it funny. I try. I'm not having fun, so at least somebody should be enjoying this. You are this. too. Shut up, big girl. Drink your whiskey. So now we got our human 12-apede. Uh, and, uh, the one broad, you know, from the human centipede. The tomato with the melons? Yeah, that one. She's in the front, and for some reason, she's not real happy about this this whole incident. She doesn't like how this is playing out. Why? Well, because Quentin Tarantino... What's Tar- her big deal? Quentin Qu- Tarantino's there, isn't he? Yeah, but he didn't want her for the movie. <laughs> so, he sewed a bunch of people to her butthole? Yeah, Quentin Tarantino did, if I remember how this movie played out correctly. That was the, the final answer? 
Yes. So she's, uh, oh, how do the kids call it these days? Hoot hollering. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm going to cut your tongue out because nobody's ever died from that before. Pulled it out, stupid. Whatever. And uh, nice. so now we have uh, that one broad in the front with no tongue. He tries to feed her a dog bowl full of beans. And get this crazy shit. Her ungrateful ass throws it across the damn murder warehouse. I know. After he bludgeoned her. Yeah, he hit her all and, you know, sewed people through her buttons. Yeah, and knocked and pulled her tongue out. Yeah. And this fucking bitch. And she's all like, I ain't eating them beans. So I don't want to like, eat it. I got a beer bong, stupid. So he tries that because fat fuck, what he wants more than everything is everybody to poop in everybody's mouth. Well, now, Chris, when you sew a bunch of people together, what do you want to have happen? Harmony? I I don't. I honestly don't know how to answer that. Uh, I don't know. That's what I want. I'm not sure. I'll have to try. I'll get back to you. Is that your final answer? Yes. All right. This podcast is over. And then Fat Fuck feeds him the beans, and he's all excited, and he's going... <laughs> to signify his desire for pooping, <laughs> because he doesn't talk. But you know what? There's a problem. They're just not pooping each other's mouths at the rate of speed that he really is looking for. So what are you going to do? Like any rational person who has abducted 12 people and staple gunned their asses and mouths together, you shoot them full of laxative with a syringe. And then and then they poop in each other's mouths because... Cause Spray this, poop! This movie hasn't found enough ways to make me fucking hate it yet. And then... There's what felt like an hour-long sequence of them all pooping and fat fuck going and looking really, really pleased. And he's all like, yeah! He was happy. Oh no, I skipped a part. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Which part? So I glossed over the pregnant lady. There's a pregnant lady. Oh, yeah, when she came back from dying? Yeah, he sh- she, fat fuck, thought she was dead. Yeah. Put her under a tarp. Yeah. Like you do with your dead bodies. Yeah. We all understand. Yeah. But she wasn't really dead. She was really not dead. And then she popped up and started bleeding out of her uh, lady bits and ran away and got into a car to escape. And then fat fuck was out of the car yelling and then she had a baby and then she killed the baby when she stepped on the gas pedal and squished it. And I was like, man, this movie has gone from just shitty to completely irredeemable. And she got away, and what the fuck ever. That just happened. I had to bring it up yeah, because that, that shit was awful. Sucked, but that was the only bad part. Yeah, the only one. <laughs> the rest was good. So while Fat Fuck is out handling that, whatever the fuck you want to call it, the big burly dude, what listened to this shit music, managed to unattach himself from the rest of the human centipede. And now there's two smaller... Oh, man, it must have been easy because it's not how staples are staples, Chris. Yeah, yeah, words and stuff. So now we have two smaller human centipedes. And old uh, fat fuck is not pleased when he comes back. So he starts shooting uh, every member of the centipede that got away from the other centipede. And then was like, hey, I'm in this deep. I might as well finish the job. Tries to shoot the rest of them, runs out of bullets, uses a knife, uh, gets to... You know, the one the one girl, the broad. The skirt with the games? Yeah, yeah, that one. From the first human centipede. She gets the upper hand somehow while attached to five corpses in your ass and grabs a funnel and shoves his centipede in his ass. 
and he's not happy, so he kills her, and then, and then, and then get this. This will blow your mind. This is some M. Night Shyamalan level fucking shit right here. What a twist. Turns out, the whole fucking time that he's just watching the human centipede in his fucking toll booth thing or whatever in the parking garage to signify... Parking booth. Whatever. Stupid. So maybe this was all a dream. Maybe it really happened. Maybe fuck this movie. Fuck it hard. And that is... My angry recounting of this stupid fucking goddamn garbage movie. What do you think? <laughs> I got things to say. Let's make it snappy. Oh, I see. I'm, I'm angry and liquored up. Perfect. I like it. It's short. It's gory. It's gritty. Low budget. I like the first Human Centipede. I thought it was fucking great. <clears throat> Half because of the guy that got to play the doctor. Same in this. The guy that played fat fuck looked like a goddamn lunatic that should have a panel band full of unconscious bodies. I'll uh, give him that. The fat fuck guy would yeah. look like a big weird fat fuck. The casting for that. And the, whoever the fuck that was for the doctor. He was fucking weird looking. That's the wrong movie. Focus on this shit pile. No, the, the doctor in the movie with the beard that we just watched. Eh, whatever. Fuck yeah. him too. Anyway, I like it. I thought it was a badass concept. A movie about a guy that watched the movie and then did the thing. Well, thought about doing the thing. Unfortunately, we, you know, get to see it all happen, so it, it happened in the context that it was a movie, so that was close enough for me. But no, I like it. Mm-hmm. I stand beside it. Chris is sitting over here getting all leg twitchy and tooth clicky at me. And no, I, I was just trying to form the reasons you are objectively wrong about how this movie has any redeemable qualities. Nah, you're dumb. That's all I was up you're to. You're dumb. So, first I of all... I say watch it. I say fuck that. I say what you should do is go out and buy as many copies of this as you can and destroy them to make sure no other people have to see it. Where do I even start about why this movie is fucking shit garbage? Um, let's see. It's all shot in black and white because a guy making a fucking torture porn garbage movie was trying to be some kind of artsy fartsy fuck. Uh. I I, I like to call it atmosphere, but I mean. Yeah, okay. No, that's probably fine. It does one of my personal favorite things in a movie, where it negates the entire movie and everything that happened in it by being like, Nah, dog, it was just a dream. It's cool, get it? Movies aren't reality. It's edgy. Get right out of town. It it is horrible. I thought Total Recall really happened. I just had a fever. The first hour of the movie, nothing fucking happens. You he see goes a guy clubbing the guy and doing all the stuff you got to do to do what he does. It's a movie. Yeah. Uh huh. No, no, it's great. It's really great. I, I especially like the part where... He starts out, he's watching the movie, uh-huh. he's like, hey, I want to mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. And then he does it, and he does it some more, and he finishes it, and then, oops, it was a dream, but we still got to watch it, it was still a movie, it was still entertaining. This movie had the narrative complexity of a fucking Bazooka Joe comic. <laughs> Alright? Uh... I, I fell down the stairs one time, <laughs> and I found that to be a more enjoyable use of my time than this fucking movie, and I had to go to the goddamn hospital when that happened. <laughs> Oh, your I ass. Would, I would say that if you don't like entertainment or value your time or want to enjoy yourself, yeah, give this movie a shot, you miserable fucks. But if you like to, like, I don't know, not want to throw up because you just wasted your time, then I wouldn't watch this. It's not It's not good. There's nothing good about this movie. It's good to watch. I'd, I will say that Fat Fuck's a good actor because all he does is make fart noises and look weird. 
You can't fuck up acting when you don't have to say things, really. The only person I liked in this whole movie was Fat Fuck's mom because she was like, I fucking hate you and I wish you were dead. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I can get behind that sentiment. Fuck that guy. Fuck all of this movie. I just... It's, it's terrible. I would rather watch Halloween and Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie in a loop for as many hours as it took to watch them 17 times each than ever watch this fucking shit garbage movie again. I can't wait till the third one comes out. Yeah, 2015. Hooray. Hooray for that shit. Sorry, sorry guys. I know it's the holidays and all. And I don't mean to say the word fuck 177 times, but, but really, fuck this fucking movie. I could make a better movie without even doing anything right now. I'm not filming anything, and it's a better <laughs> fucking movie than this is. Oh, you're a dick. I could poop in a fucking hat and whoop it for 88 <laughs> minutes, and it would be a better goddamn movie than this. Now, would we see the poop falling into the hat? I'm not going to tell you, because that's my project I'm working on. It I don't want to... twist at the end. It wasn't really poop at all. Check out the trailer for it Hat Poop. It was a dream poop. Coming 2015. <laughs> dream poop. Fuck this movie. Don't watch it. Seriously. Don't watch ever watch it. it. It's good. Never watch it. Never. Unless you have a podcast where you have to watch fucking garbage. If you like low-budget gore movies with a lot of, you know, fecal spray towards the end, then watch it. <laughs> yeah. If you like yeah. movies for shock value, I don't know how many times it. I've been talking to people and they're like, man, let's watch a movie. Do you know anything with some good fecal spray? And I'm like, yeah, you want to watch Human Centipede too? Because fuck you. I don't really like you. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, sure. That's oddly hostile, but let's give it a shot. Dickhole. Ah, <sighs> fuck. Can, can we just, can we can we move on from this now? Can we do the next thing we do? I don't want to even, I'm at a whiskey drink and I'm still mad. I don't, I'm not happy. Easy, big guy. This is the worst Christmas ever. It, it was already Christmas. It's still bad. There's never any left. So, in order to try to counteract this a little bit, next week I've, uh, I've chosen a film. Yeah, I pick better than Brett. I do, consistently. Castle Freak, you're welcome. I'm, I'm picking The Conjuring. I've heard a lot of good things. The missus is adamant that I watch this movie. I saw it. So I'm gonna do, we're going to do The Conjuring next week. It's about conjuring. It's tr- true. From what I gather. And then after that, who um, knows? We're either going to have to pick some more movies or we're going to have to uh, get some requests, guys. I feel like Plovdiv and Troy to Troy are doing all this work. Mr. Green, where's everybody else at? Yeah. According- well, we had one out of old Plovdiv for a minute. He did cutting class. That went too long ago. Yeah, shut up, Chris. So, uh, if anybody managed to listen to this train wreck of a podcast where I'm drunk and saying fuck for an hour, <laughs> how would they go about recommending a movie that we watched? Or possibly uh, other things? Calling you a bitch? Sure, that's fair. Or you can find us on Facebook at Slaughterhouse Princess Facebook. Or we have an email that is Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at Gmail. Dot email. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Right? That's exactly it. iTunes has it. Don't, don't. Slaughterhouseprincess.com. There you go. Shut up, Chris. I paid four ninety nine for that. You better plug it, you fuck. 